This is Dom Bettinelli, the CEO of SQPN, with a brief but very important message. For more than a decade, SQPN has produced the Catholic faith and pop culture podcasts that you love. We're a nonprofit organization, so it's only your generosity that lets us carry out our mission. We haven't run a fundraiser in two years, and that's why we need to ask for your help right now. Please make a pledge of whatever amount you can afford to help us continue providing your favorite podcasts, as well as exciting new ones we have planned. To make your pledge and find out about the free thank you gifts we'd like to send you, visit sqpn.com slash give. That's sqpn.com slash give. Thank you for your generosity. May we hear from you today? You're listening to The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows. Hi, I'm Don Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of SEAL Team, where we will discuss the hidden layers and deeper meanings of this CBS uh, TV show about the U.S. Navy SEALs. And joining me today on the panel is Father Chip Hines. Hi, Father Chip. Hey, Dom. It's good to be back with you. It's excellent to have you. I assume you are not a U.S. Navy SEAL or former Navy SEAL. <laughs> no, I, I, am, I am not. Um, <laughs> however, if I was, I don't know. I'm not sure I could tell you. <laughs> That's right. Well, I will say I am not a... I'm, uh, I'm not. And never I'm have not. been a, a U.S. Navy SEAL. Before we get into the show, uh, let's talk about... Uh, first, I want to, as I usually do, remind folks to like the secrets of movies and TV shows on our Facebook page, uh, the SQPN Facebook page. Find the episode there, uh, like it, comment on it, share it, retweet the show on Twitter if you're on Twitter. Uh, that helps us get the show out to more folks. Uh, if you leave a comment um, you, in, or write a review on one of the podcast directories, that's very helpful for us to reach a greater audience. If you are not subscribed to the show, please do uh, so you can get every episode. Subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, tune in your favorite podcast app. I like Overcast for the uh, for iOS, uh, but there are plenty of other good ones out there. Um, or you can subscribe on YouTube, where you should hit the bell to make sure you get notifications when we post a new episode. And, like I said, share the podcast with your friends to help us grow our community and reach more listeners. Uh, and then before we get into the show again, one last message. Uh, SQPN, which is the, the network that this show is a part of, we are a 501c3 uh nonprofit organization, a Catholic ministry. We do these shows because we're exploring the intersection of faith and pop culture uh, and look by looking for the hidden layers and deeper meanings in various you know pop culture topics and other things. We have a number of great shows. We have this one. We have Secrets of Doctor Who, Secrets of Star Trek, Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World, and a few others. If you go to our website at sqpn.com, you'll see them there. Uh, and we are in the midst of a giving campaign. We have bills to pay uh, This doing these shows uh, it costs money. Uh, we have hosting costs. We have personnel costs. Uh, and we have not done a giving campaign in two years. Uh, so we need your help now. The, the, the need is urgent. If you, would, if you enjoy these shows, you want to see them continue, we need you to respond uh, you know, as soon as you can and as generously as you can to sqpn.com slash give. If you go to that page, you can click on the uh, Become a Patron link and Become a Patron of SQPN and support these shows. And if you do that, we have some gifts for uh, patrons at, at different giving levels, and they are related to several of our shows, uh, Doctor Who-related gifts, Star Trek-related gifts, and uh, Miss Jimmy Yakin's Mysterious World-related gifts. So if you can do that, I, we would greatly appreciate it, and it will go a long way to helping our, our ministry continue through these podcasts. SQPN.com slash give. So SEAL Team. Uh, so mm. let's the, the quick recap on SEAL Team. It's a, it's a primetime show on CBS. It it, it premiered last uh, 2017. I, I can't say last because who knows when you're listening to this. But in uh, September <laughs> of 2017, it premiered. It stars David Boreanaz, who you've seen on many uh, other shows. Um, and it's about uh, not just any group of Navy SEALs, but a particular group. Um, they're called the Special Warfare Development Group of the Navy SEALs, which is the most elite. So Navy SEALs are special forces. They're elite. The most elite are dev group. They call them dev group or dev group or the development group. Uh, what They used to be called SEAL Team 6. Uh, that's when, when they hunted down and killed uh, uh, Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. Uh, on but my then, birthday. On your birthday. Well, happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> but then 
they they became too a little too famous, quote unquote, and they changed names to kind of preserve a little bit of their anonymity. Although everyone knows who they are, it's a special warfare top secret. But anyway, uh, so this fall this series follows Bravo Team, which is a subunit of DevGrew, and uh, it follows them both in their missions, but also in their uh, personal life, their private life, their families, or what have you, um, and. Sp- Follows most specifically, I'd say, would you, so if you agree with me, it pretty much the two main people it follows are Hayes, played by David Boreanaz. Jason and, Hayes, right. And Clay Spencer, the the young new guy. Yeah, I, I'd say that's true. And with uh, Ray probably being a solid third. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and Mandy maybe a fourth, although her personal life hasn't been followed, but her work life certainly has. Right. Right. And and so it's it's a it's an ensemble. I mean, you have about five or six main characters and then a, a large group of uh, secondary or recurring characters around right. them. Um, so there is. So we've got we've got like a so I, I have to preface this by saying we're going to spoil a few things. So if you haven't seen up to uh, the latest episode of like th- at the end of October. Let's see what's I mean, I get the list right here. Um, if so, if you have, if you're for, if you haven't watched the episode that aired on October 31st, 2018 called say again, your last, um, you know, uh, you are warned, you are warned. <laughs> We're going to talk about everything up to that point. Um, so the first season and the second season, there's sort of a dichotomy, a little bit of a dichotomy, which is the first season had, um, uh, a different executive producer and showrunner. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the season, CBS changed the guy, the people running and writing it the at least in charge of running and writing it and we have new producers and they've kind of changed the focus a little bit the first season it was it was 22 episodes and it was kind of split evenly between the first half of the season was they were be deploying they were living at home in uh virginia beach or yep thereabouts um let's say virginia beach virginia and uh deploying around the world for particular missions and then the second half they were deployed to Afghanistan and it was all taking place in Afghanistan. And there was a particular uh, focus uh, of that part of the season. Yeah. A, a particular mission they were on. Right. And they were, they were sent to find out what happened to echo team. Exactly. Exactly. A, a team that had been wiped out. And the first season, it felt like, especially in the beginning, it was a mission of the week. It, it, mm-hmm. it was, there was a couple of things that continued on, especially relationship things. Hayes's difficult uh, relationship with his wife uh, and and his daughter, his old, you know, his daughter was the oldest older child. Um, mm-hmm. Ray's wife was pregnant. Spencer right. had issues with his dad, who was a former SEAL who had written right. a book, and that was a big no no, you know, uh, apparently, um, and and so on and so forth. Uh, and then the second half of the season, there was more of that. Like you, you said, there was like a there was a specific mission that they were trying to find out who had uh, killed their uh, comrade. Right. Um, and uh, but this season. It feels that feels different. There is much less uh, mission of the week. In fact, they had one mission that took place over the course, I think, three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one right. where it took it was uh, set in uh, Mumbai, India during a hostage right. crisis. And so that they spread that out. Um, what, how, what do you think? What, what, what do you, is it better? Did you like the way they did it last season? What do you think? Uh, I, I do like, I do like a mission spread out a little bit more um, because it seems more realistic to me. You know, when they would do an, a mission a week, it seemed like they were wrapping up a pretty complicated thing in a, in a, in a very short period of time, right. which is typical for television. But, yeah. But still, it, 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 you know, for a show that seems pretty realistic in its nature and uh, seems pretty well researched in its, um, you know, in its understanding of the Navy SEAL life, it just felt it felt a little bit a little rushed. I don't know. Yeah, yeah a little bit rushed. I always I like. Yeah, I always go back to a Homer Simpson quote for this because there's always a Homer Simpson quote for everything uh, that. Well, that wrapped up nicely, but it's a bit uh, quicker than usual, too. <laughs> which is you know hey these things seem to wrap themselves up in about 42 minutes that's pretty handy <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah so um 
Yeah, I like that they they did that. This season, however, I think, you know, it's interesting. It's the Mumbai episodes. The team had a different leader uh, because of what happened in Jason Hayes' personal life. Right. And I think that's that was an interesting, you know, part of that arc. Right. And, and, and uh, you know, um, because Ray, who had been number two guy uh, behind Jason— was number six guy. Yes. And, and Clay, who was still a fairly new guy had bumped up to number two. Yeah. And so it was, it was, uh, you know, watching that whole dichotomy or whatever of all those different characters operating, you know, in this situation with this new dynamic Mm -hmm. was interesting. Um, the whole storyline, the arc of Jason struggling with the, I mean, you, we, we're no going to spoil it. We're going to spoil it. Yeah. With the death of his wife. Yes. Um, and the aftermath and the effects on his children. Uh, he walks away from uh, the seals. He stands down. They call it standing down. Right. And and he stays with his family so he doesn't go to Mumbai. In the process of all this, um, he's trying, he's struggling with all that, you know, right. like struggling with walking away because they do think of themselves as family. Yes. And- and he knows I, he's the best. He's the best right. of the best. Like right. he's the he's the team leader for the best team of special operators and the best unit of special operators in the world. Right. Uh, you know, and, and it's hard to walk away from that responsibility, I think. I think they make that bit kind of clear as well. Oh, I agree. I think they make that very clear. And his confidence in his abilities is uh is certainly palpable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um but I think that whole issue with him with his you know with his real family sort of crumbling and then his seal team in danger right it it, it's it's you know it it was an interesting it was interesting to watch jason go through the pain of all that yeah and we knew real yeah we knew i'm sorry go go ahead go ahead go ahead i i just i mean i mean it really gives us an opportunity to see uh Hayes Hayes's struggle in the in the range of the of uh as is acting. Well there's the grief that he went through in this. I mean this is the, this is it's real. It's not there's not platitudinal. He doesn't get over it by the end of the episode. He doesn't get a pat on the head. Uh doesn't, you know, buck up guys. We're we're you know, it's it hurts but we're going to go out and, you know, do it again. No, I mean he he's angry, he's grieving. You know, at one point he he kind of says, "Look, I'm the one who's supposed to be dead, not not her. I'm right. supposed to." Uh, like he he had settled in his mind at one point, even though he had always reassured his wife that he's coming back, he's coming back. He'd settled in his mind that one day he would die on a mission, and that's that. And and yeah, and not to mention that he they were in the midst of getting a divorce. Like they were, they had split up. She had told him, like, uh, you know, even if you quit the seals now, you are still you know, you will resent the the giving it up, and it's just this. And uh, uh, you know, I'm no I'm no fan of uh, divorce, of course, but and I don't I don't think the divorce is necessarily always the, uh, is is necessarily should be a solution. Uh, it's like especially in something like this, but mm-hmm. it was it's a real struggle. I mean, these guys, these their families struggle. In fact, we have uh, uh, Adam dies at the end of the most recent that last episode the guy who had taken his place on the mission and he right. has to go tell his wife and daughter the, the 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 widow um your husband died on a mission i can't tell you where i can't tell you how uh i can't tell you anything except he died serving his country and that's it and and, and of course the wife guesses she can guess that it has to do with what was on tv this right. situation in mumbai but it's like man that is I, I can't imagine the, the families that have to live with this. Every time the, the, he goes to work, he may not come back. I mean, it's right. it's amazing. Well, and you, and when you when you see that um, that Navy personnel show up at your door in dress uniform, right? You you know automatically something bad has happened. And I thought it was interesting. His the character of his daughter has. Uh, has grown this year. Yes. And I, I, it's been a great growth, uh, to see this, uh, young actress, um, you know, sort of 
come into her own in this role. She's really good. Yeah. She is good, especially in the last episode. Yes. Where she insisted on going with him to the notification, which is a no-no. Right. And uh, she insisted on going because she wanted to be there because she knew what the daughter was going to be going through. Right. Because she just lost her mom. Her mother. Right. So she insisted on going, and I thought that was pretty powerful. Not to mention the fact that, you know, basically Jason says, you know, he was there because I'm not there. Right. And that's a powerful moment, too. Right. And you can see that she doesn't look at it kind of that way. Right. You know, she she's more sympathetic to him than he is to himself. Right. He's hard on himself. Now, do you, at the end of this, his daughter, mm-hmm. Hayes's daughter, kind of turns to him and says, you need to go back and do this. This is right. You know, and he's he's giving it up because he's saying, I can't make my children orphans. Their mother is already right. gone. What will happen to them if I if I die? Because he, right. he just kind of has this idea that I'm going to die on this mission. Um, so if you know his his um so he he what he has as you said stood down and his daughter says no you have to go back because this is who you are do, do you do you find like i kind of i knew that he had to go back I mean, they right. had to find it's a way seal to have team. Him go back. it's yeah. seal team and yeah. he's the star i mean if they right. if, he, if he's not in the <laughs> exactly. seal team it's not What's the show in there right yeah and so I was wondering how they would have a believable way for him to go back. Was it, do you find it believable? Yeah, I do find it believable because I think that would, that's kind of what, when it was, when, when they showed the death of, of uh, Adam, I said, well, that's, that's right. That's Clearly. Jason's way back in. Right. And, uh, and, and I figure, you know, his commanding officer was upset to lose a, you know, a guy like Jason I think everybody kind of recognizes that Jason is like the tip tops. Yes. And so probably with and his paperwork probably hadn't even processed right, right, knowing the right. Navy. Right. <laughs> um, as I do, yes. uh, my brother served in the Navy. My, my sister-in-law is still in. I have a friend who's a chaplain. Uh, uh, things move slow. Yes. So while he may have stood down, his paperwork was probably still on his commanding officer's desk. <laughs> right, right. The captain probably hadn't even signed it yet. <laughs> exactly. So um, I found that fairly believable. Yeah, okay. I actually did. I, I, and I thought that the, um, I thought that the daughter, I thought the daughter's reaction was believable too. Yeah. Because she seems, she's not a one dimensional character. She's, she's so much more than that. Now she's not just, um, you know, like, She's oh, not just a bratty su- kid. Yeah. Hi, yeah. sweetie. How's how's your school going? Not, yeah. uh, she's much more three-dimensional than that now. And I think it's a realistic reaction. She doesn't want to see her father, you know, become something less than he is. Right. And that's what would have happened to Jason had he had to leave because of this. Right. Particular, you know, reason. If he had a, if he can't leave on his own. Um, his, his own, own terms own terms yeah it was going to be a disaster right personally so um one of the things i thought you know when there's a casualty call like that the the, an officer or 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 others uh uh person like hayes is a is master chief would go but there'd be a chaplain as well they usually they didn't have the chaplain go with him in this case i think for dramatic purposes but in real reality a chaplain would go which is going to be tough in fact we uh uh, now that I think about it, we probably should have had uh, Father Father Matt come on and talk about yeah about being a chaplain. Maybe we'll maybe we'll be in if if we ever do a, another episode on yeah SEAL Team, we could we could do that. Um, so we've kind of jumped to the end. So let's kind of jump uh, back and talk about some of the some the the characters themselves. Uh, the lead character, as we said, is play is uh, Master Chief uh, Jason Hayes, played by David Boreanaz, who is. I'd say the hardest working man in Hollywood. I mean, this guy has been continuously working in TV for for the, more than twenty years. He was oh, yeah. he was on Buffy, then on Angel, then on Bones, and then on this. And like he has not been out of work. He's gone from one to the next to the next. And all of those shows have been successful, long term, uh, long term series. I mean, I think Bones yeah. was like what ten years. Was that it? was I might have been more than that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never, yeah. I never saw it. Although uh, my wife Melanie is now watching it, and I and people have been saying, "Oh, yeah, this is good. You should watch it." So I'm, I may end up going back and watching it. But uh, I really enjoy him in this role. Um, yes, I've, I, I, I find he's a pretty complex character. I think he's not uh, one note at all. Uh, there's, there's, there's layers to him here. Uh, uh, to see him struggling with being a father being a husband, being a team leader, um, and, and then struggling with his own immortality uh, or or even at the end of last season where he was injured in the course of, uh, of a mission and refusing to kind of acknowledge his own uh, injuries and, and trying right. to go on, uh, you know, which seems like that's a sort of thing that happens, I think, you know, sometimes. I would imagine so in the military, they they pride themselves on being able to sort of bounce back and, and get right to the the next thing. Right. And uh, yeah, so that wouldn't surprise me as if that was unrealistic. Um, I think, you know, this is probably the most serious role for him, the most dramatic role. Yeah. And in, in Bones, I mean, I, I watched Bones in the beginning, but it, it's one of those shows that just went on. I think it just went on a little too long. Right. And uh, after about, you know, seven years, you're like, okay, is this ending? You know? <laughs> right. It's like, all right, I've done seven years of this. I don't know if I can go another seven more. Yeah. You, know? you, you just so, described me in NCIS about four or five it, years ago. <laughs> exactly. So, which I love the uh, show, but it was the time to go. I know. So I, I watched bones for a while and then, and eventually, uh, I just, I tapped out. Well, um, he, his character was more of a smart alecky, kind of fun character, FBI agent. Uh, whereas I think Jason Hayes is a more, you know, button down. Serious. Let's do the job. Yeah. I'm serious. This is serious business. You know, we got to be, you know, not that he can't have fun and not that he doesn't laugh, but it's, uh, it's a more a, serious much, character, much yeah. more serious character. Right. Uh, and then we have, um, Spencer, who is the new guy. Yep. Uh, and he's sort of the legacy, like you said, like we said, his, his dad was a, uh, a Navy SEAL who, uh, had, had written a, a tell-all book, but we've kind of dropped that, uh, aspect yeah, of storyline has seemed to have gone away. Yeah. And we've now we're focused really on Spencer and his girlfriend, which is an, she was, she's sort of an interesting character, his girlfriend who, yeah. um, she, he met her in a bar. She's, a uh, I, the reason that kind of affinity is, is She's a uh, English professor who teaches literature at the local community right. college, which was what my wife was when I met her. And, uh, and, and so she sort of, she was not part of this life. She's not, mil you know, military. She's, in fact, you know, you they don't come right out and say it, but she was probably fairly liberal in her politics and her, and her it outlook. It seemed like it, yeah. Uh, certainly her parents were, because and that was actually one of the fun scenes uh, was when Clay met Stella's parents. Oh yeah, this year? Yeah. Yeah. And uh and the, the 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 parents, especially the dad, were really like down on the military and, you know, gung ho, you know, sort of stuff. And he kind of puts them in it their them in their place. He's like, look, I, what did he say? He said, I don't necessarily agree with the politics of the of our of our nation's leaders or our foreign policy, but I have a job to do and I'm doing it. Right. And I'm you know my job is is to to, to carry that out and to protect the freedom and to protect your freedom and that's what i'm doing and you know and, and i love your daughter and that's that <laughs> yeah and i and i yeah and i think they were almost in a sense they were kind of putting him down as like he was some sort of dummy yeah because he was doing this and he wasn't worthy of their you know their phd uh daughter right who had you know all this going for her and he's just some sort of military lackey and not even an officer so, but he speaks six languages and like, right. like, and it actually kind of reveals a lot actually about, about, um, a lot of special forces guys, they actually tend to be highly educated. Yes. They're encouraged to, to, to go, to continue schooling, to learn languages. Uh, most like, um, special forces guys are, are very well educated people. They're not. Oh yeah. Gorillas and grunts. <laughs> by, no, by and no. large. Uh, so it's by and a, large. Yeah. By, by and large. I, and I think the um yeah, I, I, I think and I think her defense of him was impassioned as well. Yes. And 
I liked that. And it, it, it was, it's not that her politics have necessarily changed, but I think she sees the military in a different way than right. she may have went before she met Spencer. And that's a, it's a, that's a reasonable and, and realistic, uh, change in yes. a person's outlook. Yeah. In fact, uh, she has said some things in this season when dealing with, uh, the, you know, when someone dies in the teams, whether it's a, a family member or one of the team members, uh, how she was like, you know, how the team comes together to care for its own, you know, yeah. to do whatever it takes to, if, if the kids need to be driven to, to school or the other things, they drive them. If, if you, if someone needs to go over and make a meal, they do it like, or do their laundry or whatever it is, uh, you know, and, and so I think she's sort of impressed by how it, it becomes this very, it's, they, they're a family and it not, it's not just a, 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 a platitude. It's real. They live it out. And I right. thought that was very, and that's, I think a lot of people find that true serving in the military in general, that uh, they become part of a, a large family. Uh, Sometimes better, sometimes not as good, um, and it sort of depends on the unit you're attached to. But but there is that when you know families become connected because their their loved ones are in the same unit, right? And uh, yeah, this year she got a full taste of that by having to organize that that potluck or whatever it was for that person, you right? Know, uh, you know, no, it was for a Ala- for Alana. Alana died, yeah, yeah, and so she kind of got drawn into that, and and she just did it. And I I was like, wow, this is her baptism by fire, you know. This, <laughs> right. You know, this is this is the this is the this is the team. And uh and that's the other thing I think that they, they talk about being team guys. Right. And that's like that that's the highest honor you can say about one of them is I'm a team you're a team guy. Yes. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, you're a team guy. You know, and they, they pride themselves on that. Right. And and it and it trickles down to the families, I think. I think so. I think that's. I think it really comes out like that. And then whenever there's a loss, the team the team is connected. It come together. But right. yeah, that 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 bond is very real and strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are the other characters? Uh, so, talk about the you know, other team members. Is I think the, probably the third element of the team is Ray. So he was uh, Jason's second in command of the of Bravo team. Uh, until recently, he he had injured himself early on in the first season, and then mm-hmm. kind of hid this injury uh, from, from Jason. From Jason, and then um, at one point in the in the near the end of the last season, uh, the injury caused the death of a of a of a civilian kid. Actually, uh, mm. as he was throwing back this grenade, it he couldn't throw it as far, and ended up landing where this kid got killed. And he took it personally, you know, took it hard. He got cleared of of responsibility, but he still carry the responsibility and jason kind of over the top uh he really uh he he i think he was harder on him than ray was i think yeah um and and for the first part of this season he he ray was not allowed to be back on the team you know uh, no he was in training yeah he was was a trainer and and that's you know to get knocked off an active team to a to the uh, what they call green team or the trainer team is a is a big come down um, I what, what did you? I kind of felt like Hayes was almost being unreasonable in that. I I, I think that's a good way of putting it because yeah. I was thinking that's yeah. What's a good way of putting that? Um, yeah, <laughs> he's being a he jerk. Was really, yeah, he was really being unreasonable, over the top. I thought. Yeah. And if I have one nitpicky thing about this season, it's that. Um, yeah. And I, I I that was. You know, I, I listen, I understand. I mean, I understand how he felt. Uh, he felt betrayed. But you know what? He hid his concussion. Right. And 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 didn't think anything of it. Right. Right. And it, and so why? And I kept on thinking to myself, now, there's, he really is double standarding Ray here. And uh, that didn't sit right with me because Ray's supposed to be his best friend. Right, and maybe that was even more why he did it. I, I guess is maybe, but the, I think the reason they dragged it out was because they needed to wait until after this last episode. This, this right, say again, your last for the resolution for him to be brought back. So for Jason to come back to the team, and and like Ray was there for him when he's dealing with Alana's death. Oh I mean, yeah, he was solidly there, and then 
on this mission, like we had said, Ray had they had to bring in Ray at the last minute because Adam was the team leader. They needed another guy. Ray they brought in. He was number six instead of number two. Um, but Clay ended up getting injured and then kind of freezing up when he had to take command. And so it was Ray who took command and really right. got things done. And so I think yep. that's how we get the resolution of that is yeah. sort of Ray redeems himself in that moment. Right. Yeah. Ray sort of saves the team in a, in a sense. Yes. Uh, and, and brings them together and gets the job done. And that's sort of the resolution of that storyline. It was interesting. I want to see if they develop this clay froze kind of moment during the rest of the season to see if that's something that comes up like, right. Well, you froze in, in uh, Mumbai and you know, I, you know, yeah. or something, you know, something bad happens. I just want to see what happens with that. Cause I think that'll be an interesting story arc. That would be interesting. So another element of the team is uh, they have these, these uh, sort of ancillary or support personnel. Uh, and one of them is uh, Mandy, who is a CIA officer assigned to the team. And it's an interesting idea, which is that a lot of times, uh, you know, this, this, these elite dev group teams are sent out on missions based on intelligence that the CIA gets about ISIS or other uh, situations, like terrorists or other things like that. Um, and, and such that they were really integrated into the team. I mean, she is almost permanently assigned to work with this particular team, um, which is, which is an interesting development as a character. I find her also interesting. We don't know anything really about her, her personal life or her background, Nothing. as we said before. Um, but, but, uh, I think that's okay. I think, I think she's an interesting character nonetheless. I mean, little bits come out about her professional relationships with other like intelligence or just say spies in other countries or mm -hmm. in our own country. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, that doesn't have to, she doesn't have to like, you know, be in a relationship with the, one of the seal guys and create drama or, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a refreshing lack of that sort of. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that's, yeah, I would say that's true with her. I, I think, although I think there is a, 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 there is a connection between her and Jason. Yeah. That is, that's pretty strong. And I don't know if it's it's just pl a platonic friendship, which it might be, yeah. um, and, you know, or a brother and sister kind of relationship or something like that. But they have a deep respect for each other. Yeah. And I think I think he he respects her abilities to protect herself, uh, to bring them in the information they need. She's obviously good at her job. I don't think there's been any episodes where her intelligence um you know got them you know jammed up in any way right um she's so she's a professional and i i think that's been very good it's a it's it's been an interesting that that doesn't mean that they're not gonna try and bring these two together at some i hope point. they don't you know, you know you know they might because yeah alana's dead and ba-ba-dee-ba-ba-dee-boo you know yeah. so it's just one of those dangers i know danger I, zones i hope they resist the temptation I do too. So one of the, a couple of things that, that folks might be asking about the show is so is you know it's a military show about a military unit. Is yep. it is it too violent? Um, I would say you know certainly people die, people are killed, people get shot. Um, I don't think it's. I mean, it's primetime network TV. It's not like super gory, or it's not gory at all, no. really. Um, no, pretty know, clinical. Yeah, it, it, it people drop to the ground. Um, and there might be a pool of blood on the ground occasionally, but that's about it. I mean, there's not. That's yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, although what happened to Adam, the, the they kind of showed. Uh, oh, that was nasty. Yeah, that was, but that was no worse than the say you'd see on CSI. So that I think it's no, not as I bad know. as a, as bad as it gets. Yeah, um, but um, it's not really for kids. The, no. I, but I'd say it's re somewhat restrained in the in the violence department. Um. I, I yeah, I mean, for they, given what the subject matter is. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I, I mean, it's not like we said. It's not a. It's not a gore fest. It's it's when they go into a situation and they start shooting, they shoot, and it almost it's got to almost they almost show it from the point of view of the different guys, and it's almost like watching a video game. To be perfectly honest, right? So, you know, the guy drops, and then they move on. They yes. just move past them. So once a guy's dead, they don't even care about what's going on with him because they're more worried about who's coming around the corner. Right. Very professional. So, very, very professional. Yeah. 
What? And uh, and 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 a lot of times too, like even in um, at the hotel in Mumbai, yep. the dog uh, yes. Cerebus yes. gets deployed with like a camera. And so they can sort of see what's a, a, a upcoming ahead. I love Cerberus. The dog is awesome. I do too. The dog is great. <laughs> he parachutes in. He does everything the seals do. I mean, this dog is the best dog ever. He, he is, is cool. He really is. <laughs> I, I every time I, I watch, I'm like, oh man, I wish that was my dog. Um, and I had a dog almost just like it. Yeah. So um, I I but I really like that character. You know the the other one of the other characters that we need to talk about is is Sunny. Yes, he was my next on my list. So Sonny yeah, is is a longtime team member um, who probably should have been next in line when Ray was out. Uh, he should have right. been second in command. But Sonny is he's not he, he he doesn't want to be a leader. He doesn't see himself as a leader. He's 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 kind of volatile. He's a bit unpredictable. And he's big. yeah, and he's better at, you know, shooting than he is at leading. And that's right. and he knows it. He just knows yep. where his place is. Um, he's kind of, he's, he's a funny character. He um, is. there's this new guy who's their uh, EOD, their, their explosive dis- uh, ordnance disposal guy. Who's a California surfer dude who, yeah. who's, who's all, who knows that he gets under, under Sonny's skin when he does like sort of the new agey hippie stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cause Sonny's <laughs> from Texas and, uh, and it's just, it's a very funny relationship. Um, it is, but I, d- I love, I like Sonny. I do too. Cause I, he's just, he's sort of like. What I expect those groups, those guys to be like, you yeah. know, in, in a lot of ways. And uh, I think it was at the end of the last episode, he was his coping mechanism yeah. for grief is to drink and not just like anything, but he's drinking like Maker's Mark straight out of the bottle. <laughs> right. And I was like, <laughs> OK, Sonny, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm trying to remember where I had seen him in before. Oh, right. He was in CSI New York. That's right. Oh, was he? Yeah. Um, he was a regular on that. Um, he okay. was he was one of the technicians. So yeah, I never watched that show. So very different role, which is why I was like, why? Like, where have I seen him before? But that's what it was. He was in CSI New York. Yeah, I like Sonny. Uh, Davis is another support character. She is their logistics. Yeah. Like if they need if they need a dune buggy in Oman, she gets the dune buggy for them. If they need. Right. right. If they need to be dressed like uh, like uh, uh I don't know, oil salesman in, you know, Kiev. She she gets it. Like she's right. like the fixer. And uh she's an interesting character. Last season she had this um they had her having this relationship with a former team member who had to retire because he was injured and right. they had that going on. Um this season they have her looking to go to officer candidate school. She's not an officer, she's uh she's enlisted. And so I'm kind of curious where they go with that because if she goes to OCS, she's not going to be on the show. Right. You know, uh, unless you I know. have I have a feeling she's not going to go. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Yeah. Um. So she there's not she's and she's probably closest to Sonny. They're friends. Yeah. They're yeah. friends. Yep. And I love their relationship because it's it's like big brother, little sister. And, yes. you know, they're very close. I think that's an excellent uh, relationship because it's not um it's not certainly something that's going anywhere. Right. Uh, romantic. And I and I think the more of those kinds of relationships they can show on TV because they're real. Yes. I think that's good. I think that's good, too. I, you, not everything yeah. has to end up being a romantic. relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So one one uh, role that has or character who has been sort of upgraded for season two is the uh, is the team's commanding officer, uh, right. Blackburn, Lieutenant Commander Blackburn. So he. He doesn't go out in the field with the guys. I mean, he goes on, you know, on the plane to the place and has a. Right. But he's at the uh, the. Uh, he's the sort of mission control. Mission control. Well, that's right. Um, in the first season, he didn't have a whole lot to do, but in this season, they're giving him more, and I like that. In fact, I, I like Me the too. character. I, I think he's a good character, and I think he can add something to the show. So that's that's I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. No, that was a good upgrade for for the show, in my opinion. So. Um. Uh, yeah. No, I was just going to say I I this show we talked a, we've talked a lot about the characters, we talked a lot about the military, we talked but it's in a sense it's 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 an extension of a family show, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's sort of it's a family show and the values that the family has right. and the rules that the family has and 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 while it's a military uh show, they they operate in in that way like 
you know, I mean, uh, Jason's sort of like the father figure. And, yes. You know, it, it's how it kind of boils down into all the different roles that they all have. And uh, Clay Spencer's like the little brother who's coming along and let's bring the little brother along and see if we can bring him up to speed, you know, right. that kind of thing. Right. And I really, I really enjoy that aspect of it because I think it's great. I think it's just the, that's probably how it is. So one um, thing, one thing I like about the show is that it's unapologetically patriotic. Yes. It's, it's not cynical about, nope. about it. It's not. And it's like a lot of this, the CBS military shows like NCIS and, and that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. which where which is um, it's pro military, pro our people in uniform. It's not about the our foreign policy as a country and the political right. stuff. Uh, nope. But it's but it's firmly uh, patriotic, pro American and pro uh, our military uh, people. And I right. really enjoy that. I, I, I'm glad I don't have to you know, watch with a with a cringe, like waiting for the. The cynical, right. you know, little stab in the back uh, at some point yeah. in the show. Um, yeah. So I do like that. Uh, the, as far as we, maybe we should talk about the, the morality. Um, yeah. So there's there's the morality of their work, which is, you know, they break things and kill people. Right. Um, then there's their morality of their personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk, maybe talk about that a little bit first. So Clay lives with his girlfriend. That's that's not. That's not good. You know, he no, we, we know that it's a that's a pretty basic moral teaching. Um, Sonny. Right. Well, we know <laughs> Sonny goes to strip clubs and he's, you know, he lives a pretty dissolute life. Um, he does. He's I think, a one night stand guy. <laughs> right. Right. Um, the, the, it, but one of the things it shows is the is the the difficulties that living being in this kind of career has for people doing it like in, in their right. personal lives personal it, lives are sometimes a mess yeah there's a cost uh, the to it and as we see with jason getting divorced and and even ray with the first season we had a big a big thing about like ray's wife being pregnant and will he be on a mission when she goes into labor and what do they do and and actually i think they had to get him back from a, like they were coming back from a mission and they had to get him back really quick to get there right. in time for the baby to be born and that sort of thing um so, so the, you know, so there's that personal morality. And so, yeah, like we said, you know, I'm not making excuses for it, but it's, it feels real in some, in some ways. Um, only guys, oh, yeah. only guys who've lived, you know, in, in that can tell us for sure how real it feels. But, um, but certainly I would, I, you know, I wouldn't approve of some of the, of the lifestyle stuff that they do, but I don't think it, it's either, uh, some of it's a little in your face, a little bit. Clay and Stella stuff sometimes is like don't need to have that on TV. Right. And I think, you know, the clay at least Clay and Stella seem to be moving towards marriage. Yes. And that's a big deal. Um I think with Ray, uh Ray's a very faithful guy. Yes. I think Ray has a lot of faith and 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 it's important to him. And he's even used it in in a in a sense to help Jason get through some things and right. You know, I, I, I think that that's an important aspect of it because a lot of the guys in the military are faithful guys. Right. When you know, I, it's a big, big aspect of military life. This past September, I was on a vacation with my family and we were going through Kentucky and Sunday we happened to be in uh, Campbellton, Campbelltown, Kentucky, which is home of the 101st airborne. Um, and we were at St. Nice. Ma- Michael, the Archangel church right outside the base uh, for mass and you could tell there were there were it was nobody in uniform, but you could tell the the, the people were squared away. They were they yeah, were, yeah. It, it, but also there was much of, like Saint Michael is kind of revered as he's a sort of a patron saint for airborne. Yeah, he's an archangel. He flies. Get it? Airborne. Yeah. Uh, but also there was a lot of stuff in the church that shows that this is a this this is a a, a parish community for right. the the soldiers and their families. Uh, so it was so. I, you're right. I think that it's important. The faith is important for a lot of soldiers. Um, certainly chaplains will tell you that it, it comes up a mm-hmm. lot for them. Um, and, and in the show, like in the la- again, I was th- in the most recent episode when they're bringing Adam's body home, we have a voiceover of Ray reciting Joshua one nine, which is so powerful. It was, uh, you know, because kind of they were, they were talking about there was they were reciting this poem or this motto for special forces. Was, yeah, I think it was a creed of the right. Yeah. 
that you creed. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. And then you have Ray reciting Joshua one nine. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I'm like, wow. Like that's right yeah. right there on network primetime TV. Yeah. Um I mean again That was I, awesome. Yeah. I mean it's it's it was it's nice to see it being done not cynically, just you know, straight up. Straightforward, yeah. No, I agree. And I, I think Ray is he's sort of the moral center of the of the group yes. in a lot of ways. Um, even though he he hid his injury from uh from Jason. Right. He he didn't do it because he wanted to be a a, a, a scofflaw. He did it because he knew the team was deploying and he wanted to go on the deployment. Yes. And he wanted to be there with the team. Right. To be there for the team. Really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was a, you know, some people can criticize Ray for doing that, but, you know, I think he did it for the right reasons. Yes. So the other uh, big faith moment that I recall from the, from the both uh, seasons was in the, actually the very first episode where uh, Jason's son was receiving his first communion. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think it might have been the first scene of the first episode was they were at church and, re- and then receiving first communion. And then they all get the call like they get a, a, a text on their phone to de- right. that they get a deploy. Um, with, so very quickly showing the difficulties of their of their family life. But I thought it was interesting that that they right off the bat, they show Jason's own, you know, Catholic faith and his family. Right. Uh, and I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and even and even to just jump up ahead to the last episode, it was also uh, Alana's funeral. Yes, you know, was uh, had a very Catholic flavor to it. Uh, very pretty well done, not perfect, but pretty yeah. well done for TV. And yeah, for TV, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and uh, I've always wanted to be a technical advisor, <laughs> you know, on these shows. Yeah, oh, try to be nuts. <laughs> um, can we just do it right? Right. <laughs> you know, there's po- there's power in doing it right. Yes. Um so uh but I think faith is never far away from these characters uh ever in my opinion. Right. Um and I think that's been one of the drawing points for me. Uh plus the real it's just so realistic. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it is like I've never talked to a Navy SEAL about it but I just it just feels right. Yeah. The the one thing I've 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 met a a Navy SEAL once. So when in uh, 1986 when I was uh my first year in college, I was a Navy ROTC. Uh long story why I, I didn't finish it. But um when we that that year we had a SEAL come to talk to us and in his dress blues, you know, his his uh you know the very mm-hmm. fancy uniform. Um and one of the things that stands out when you when you meet a SEAL in that is the big eagle with trident and yep. emblem i mean the thing is giant like right it's so like in a, in a sense gaudy but they they know it they they earned it um right but you see this guy and like if he was in a suit he'd be like oh what are you like a an accountant or something like mm-hmm. he, i mean he was fit obviously but he just he didn't look like a you know, like a, a knuckle dragging warrior that sort of thing um until you looked in his eyes Right. And he had a look. I mean, there was a look of some because like, what these guys go through to become just to become a seal, never mind to become dev group tier one operator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's but what they go through just to become a seal is incredible that where ninety nine out of a hundred uh, guys won't make it. Um, right, and uh, and it's all mental. It has it's not really about the physical. Um, no, but I agree with that. But when you you look in his eyes and you see that there's something different about this guy, not crazy, but that there's a focus and intensity, something mm-hmm. about him. And, uh, and, and I kind of feel like, you know, as much as you allow for dr- drama and fiction and, and all that sort of stuff that they have to do in this, I think they do a pretty good job of, of kind of showing us a little, a little bit what that's like. Uh, certainly not. It's, I mean, the, the, the real thing has got to be vastly more than, oh, yeah. than what we see. Absolutely. But but for entertainment that also kind of gives us an uh, some kind of insight, I think this is up there. And I enjoy yeah. it. I do enjoy it. I, I love watching the show. I love the interaction with the team, uh, you know, because that's I think that's a guy thing. Yeah. You know, like a guy thing. We love being in groups of guys. Like, 
doing stuff. Man. The Brotherhood. The Brotherhood, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we love that. Got, men love that stuff, and I think that's an important thing to show on TV that this group of guys will do what they need to do for each other, for their country, uh, and, and for their families. And, right. and I, think that's, I think that's a good thing to have on TV. Yes, I agree. I agree. And so, it does pretty well in the ratings. It's, it's a like it's okay. number two show for its time period. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Um, so it's down a little bit from last season in its in the uh, first airings. Um, yeah, which uh, I, I want it to be up. I mean, uh, with the change, I, I wanted it to go up. But you, but as you say, it's it's number two in its time slot, which is good. Uh, and I want it to continue. I mean, it's it, me too. It's I. This is must see viewing for me. This is I look forward to seeing this every week. Uh, not every show is I, like that for me. Me too. Absolutely. I agree. hundred percent. So, all right. So, uh, that's, that's, uh, the secrets of seal team. I think that's it from us. Um, so folks, what do you, what do you think of seal team? Have you watched it? Do you enjoy it? Are you a U.S. Navy seal, uh, currently or formerly and would like to ha would like to have something to say about it, even anonymously, uh, to, to give us an insight. I'd love to hear from you. If you are a, a chaplain, um, in the in the uh, military or whatever branch and you had something interesting to, to add to the discussion we'd love to hear from you so um, you could do that by going to uh, sqpn.com slash secrets or to the sqpn facebook page and you could find the, the link to this episode and leave a comment there uh, or you can send us an email to secrets at sqpn.com if you do that we can we tell us just let me know and we'll keep your your name anonymous if you need it to be i, I understand in this particular circumstance why that might be a, a prudent idea um we can even take a, a voicemail if you send us a voice memo you could record that with your phone in the voice memos app and and attach it to an email that will we'll do that as well you can find relevant links for our discussion on our show notes on sqpn.com and if you're not subscribed to the podcast like i said be sure to subscribe on itunes google play stitcher tune in uh, and remember to write a review to like to comment to share help us grow to reach more people and if please go to uh, sqpn.com slash give and support the show. Help us to uh, pay our bills and continue to offer this, uh, this podcast and our other podcasts. Uh, until next time, Father Chip Hines, thank you for joining me and sharing this Secrets of Steel theme. Thank you, Dom. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Movies and TV Shows on StarQuest. This is Don Bettinelli again. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and that you'll help us keep producing the podcast you love. Thank you for your generosity. To make your pledge and find out about the free thank you gifts we'd like to send you, visit sqpn.com slash give. That's sqpn.com slash give.